That's it. No, you cool. Thank you. All right, we're recording now. You good? Okay. <laughs> this is exciting. This is exciting. Hi. So you were saying, why did you like to pick this song? Because Sade by Jeezy. I love Jeezy. Okay. But before Jeezy, I loved Sade. So okay. then when I seen that he had a song called Sade, I was like, ooh! <laughs> no, he did it. You went right to it. So what is it about Sade? We'll start with her. The vibe. Her vibe? She just instantly sues you. Sues you? Is it her in particular? Yeah, her voice. Okay. Her voice. But then I come to find that that's not even her name. That's the band's name. Oh, wow. I didn't. You just told me something. I didn't know that. That's crazy. What, what's her name? This year. What's her name? I don't remember. Okay. Now I'm I got to go look this up. Shade, but yeah. I got to look, look this up, up now. Like, like, okay, so when you say it soothes you, like, do you feel like you have, like, a lot of tension or something? Or, like, what is it? It just puts you in a different mood set? Like, no, it's just, like, it's like smoking weed okay. in your ears okay. with her music. Okay. Um, I clean with Sade, if I had a long day, I'll throw it on. My mom used to listen to Sade all the time. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same song, Smooth Operator, Sweetest Taboo, all of those songs. So okay. the fact that Jeezy, <laughs> and I thought it was going to be like a mix with her, uh-huh. but I guess, you know, I get it now. Okay. So. All right. Well, before we get too far into this, because I was about to ask you about Jeezy, yes. I want to take a moment and welcome another guest to the I Don't Know Tom podcast. I want to say thank you for agreeing to show up and, and talk a little bit about yourself. I know we have been trying to do this for Ooh. a while. You were ducking me, I, so it's cool. See, that's wild. <laughs> that's it's wild. Cool. That's no. not what happened. I understand. Everything, um, stuff comes up. Yeah, life Absolutely. was lifing. Hey. So we rescheduled, what, four times? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, said, this I wasn't gonna put the, put you on the spot for the number of times, but just uh, <laughs> but it's cool though. Uh, I just appreciate you, and if you don't know who it is by the voice, I have Gigi the jeweler here with yeah. me today. <laughs> That's a good one. She got everything <laughs> on today, man. I, I decided like, did I dress up well enough for this podcast? Look, <laughs> like, and I had like my blazer and stuff on from work. I'm like, let me go change my clothes. Yeah, I'm gonna go in there like I'm in a business meeting. No, I'm just so, saying like all the drip. Like I don't want to put you on the spot or get. Have anybody you know thinking what? about rolling up on you, but there's a lot of really nice jewelry you got <laughs> on right you. now. No thank problem. You, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I try. I try. All right. So we opened up by talking about uh, the song you picked, Shade by Jeezy. And you yes. said a little bit about why you like that song. You talked about your mom playing it yes. in the background growing up. You yes. use it to do everything mm-hmm. from, you know, either chilling and cleaning to, you know, right after work, all of that. Like, what about Jeezy, though? Like, what is it about Jeezy that you like? Jeezy just, like, he's just my alter ego or something. <laughs> when I turn him on, you can't tell me anything. Okay. You can't tell me anything. Not one thing. He just <laughs> gets me there every time. Okay. He just makes me want to go to work and just be the best. <laughs> okay. He wants. He makes me want to go spend all my money. <laughs> he makes me want to just dress up and just go out. Okay. But he's just. He gives me motivation. Okay. I love, motivation. I love Jesus <laughs> music. 
I just love his music. I love him. <laughs> I just love Jeezy. And if you know me, you know. Okay. So, so right, have you ever met sure. Jeezy? Ace, relax, dude. Sorry, you, are you gonna so make sweet. me put? Are you gonna make me put you in a crate? All right, sick. Is that All right there you go. <laughs> no, come on, dude. All right, he'll he'll calm down eventually. You just gotta ignore him. So, but uh, okay. So you love his whole. You love everything Jeezy, and you relate to it. He makes you want to be your best self. Like, yes. It's like the. I mean, he does have those Thug Motivation albums, so I can mm -hmm. understand that. But like, what about him in particular, though? Like, there's a lot of people that kind of rap like Jeezy, but I mean, or rap about the same similar content. True. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Just his voice. Just like what he says. Okay. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> he so said there, that. He said, I'm going to, what do you say, smoke a little za and listen to some Sade. Yeah. I said, he don't know nothing about no Sade. <laughs> so you felt like that he was the perfect have, intersection of the, your two yeah. kind of musical passion. I, I, I definitely love Jeezy. He's been just consistent his whole career. So Okay. So what is it? You named two <laughs> artists, and maybe because I asked you to pick a song, but it, are those the two things? Is music something you relate heavily to, or is it just kind of some those two people in particular? Um, and those two people are, like, on way different ends of the music spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, one second. I forgot this TV is on in the bedroom. I apologize. No. Hey, Alexa, turn the bedroom TV off. All right, cool. Okay. Um. But what were you saying? I'm sorry. sorry. Wait, what did you say? I was asking you about, you were talking about uh, Jeezy and Sade being on two different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And I also, I was just asking, like, is music an overall passion for you or something you enjoy in general? Or is it just those artists in particular that you enjoy? Um, no, I enjoy music overall. I mean, I listen to all kinds of music. Um, those two... I just happen to just, that's just like on repeat right now in my okay. truck. Okay. So that's just what made me bring them up first. Mm -hmm. But like, I like all kind of music. I mean, it really depends on what mood I'm in. Okay. It really does. All right. So before I continue to ask you too many questions, we get too far spicy. down my the rabbit holes I like to get to. It's not going to be spicy. Uh, I heard if you're going to make me cry. No, don't say it. See, Keyshawn, need to chill, you know, telling people that. Um, but... My first question I ask every guest outside of the, the early opening ended questions um, is yeah. if you I were to ask you, who are you? What would you say? Woo child. Who am <laughs> I? That's so deep. <laughs> it's the first That's question. A good question, though. Okay. Um, who am I? I am Gail Johnson. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows me as Gigi, most people. Okay. Um, I am a sour patch <laughs> okay the, the candy i mean the uh -huh. sour patch yes that is me okay um i am spicy i am smart okay i am surprisingly very anti-social <laughs> okay and that's shocking given what i do on a day-to-day -day. Mm -hmm. but um I don't know. That's like a, it's a long paragraph. I'm a lot of things. Yeah. I can say what I am today. I'm in a good mood today. Okay. That's good to hear. <laughs> All right. So when you say that you opened up with saying you're a Sour Patch Kid, you know, first they're sour, yeah. then they're sweet, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'm a, is that what you're relating to or? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. So you're cutting off people's ponytails? Like what's going on? No, <laughs> that's a little extreme. <laughs> okay. 
But um, I would say, one, I'll wake up, and I'm not a morning person okay. at all. <laughs> okay. Like, don't Emphasis. look at me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> don't even let the wind blow past me from another human. Okay. Just don't want to talk. <laughs> so then, like, around 11, I'm sweet as pie. <laughs> okay. From, like, 11 to, like, 4 or 5. And then I go back to being a sour patch because I have to drive places <laughs> and sit in traffic. But then by the end of the day, I'm back in a good mood. Okay, so you have this kind of duality throughout the day. Yeah, it's you know? given bipolar. <laughs> I, I, I would say that. I would say like it sounds like it, it's you have to be kind of in the mood to experience and, and and engage with people around you, and you go through these shifts throughout the day where. Like that's e- you're either more open that to that than often, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, that where does that come from? There we go again. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm very aware though. Okay. Of where I'm at in my moods during the day, mm-hmm. so I know when to speak and I know when to <laughs> not speak. So self awareness is definitely important. Yes. Like, have you always been like that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is very new. Okay. Um, I want to say. I've gotten a little bit more self-aware these past two, three years. Okay. I think my child, I don't know, some way, somehow instilled that in me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm very aware of how I feel during the day or certain times. And I mm-hmm. know how to 98% of the time yeah. react properly (laughs) okay so that's interesting to me that like you know sometimes when i ask people you said a lot of things i don't want to limit you to just the first thing you said when i asked you who you are um but one of the things like it's interesting that you spoke to what your mood is and who you are and not like you know kind of what you do first like do you always kind of consider that like is that always front of mind for you or i think my emotions are the first thing (laughs) it may not seem like it but um before I sit here and tell you all the good things I could mm-hmm. do professionally, like mm-hmm. you're gonna know I'm a very emotional person. Mm. I'm a cancer. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and a lot of the things that I do and the decisions I make are based off of emotions sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware mm-hmm. <laughs> of where I'm at during the day and those emotions, so I know when to make the decisions. Okay. Not to make decisions. <laughs> so in yeah. the morning, First thing in the morning isn't the time I make rational decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Midday, that's when I, okay. you know, process that. But, ooh, Like, is there is there a reason in particular? Like, have you had an experience when, like, not doing that hasn't worked out or something? Like, why is it that that's the thing that's kind of front of mind for you in terms of what you need to do? Or because you did say you're like, I mean, you did say you're an emotional person, so I don't want to go over that. But it sounds like that's like really important that you understand that about yourself for some reason. Yeah, I've just these past few years, I've just been very aware of like my triggers and Mm -hmm. just like doing a lot of the self work. Okay. so I'm able to like navigate a little better Mm. instead of just going off of because I am full of emotions, but now I know how to. Mm hmm play them right in certain situations yeah because when i was younger i would just you know i'm pissed off i'm gonna make a pissed off decision and she's <laughs> yeah. gonna piss everyone off and we all can just be <laughs> pissed off together <laughs> but now i try to like all right let's not be 
not fight fire with fire. Let's just will it back in. Mm-hmm. See how we can figure this out. Mm-hmm. Hi, sweet puppy. Once again. Ace, relax, dude. He's so, <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, like, he gets away with ear, stuff y'all. because he knows that about <laughs> himself, I guess. But that's that's so interesting because I re- well, it's not interesting because I relate to it. It's interesting yeah. and I relate to it because. That was something that I think personally I had to deal with as well. Like mm-hmm. I would, I mm-hmm. used to, I've said this before on the podcast, but I used to like really get pissed off if people called me emotional and mm-hmm. I didn't realize until I got to a point when I became, I think similar to you, self, more self-aware when I was like, oh, I am emotional, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that I, to your point, always have to act off of that. So it's interesting that we kind of both arrived at very similar places, yes, but through very different means. And um, it's just so fascinating that like you recognize that as something that's so important to you is your emotions. And like mm-hmm. you said, you did the self work. How did you kind of arrive at like if, out of all the things that could have been important to you, your, you know, uh, people giving you attention or, you know, your whatever could be important to your your child. Like it's like, you know, like right there is where you got to start in terms of mm. understanding you. Because you could have everything. Mm hmm. But if you don't do the work on the inside, mm-hmm. child. <laughs> Is that going to be your catchphrase for this show, child? And spicy. <laughs> yes, child and, spicy. and spicy. All right. I'll make sure I got to tag those whenever I when I pl- or start uh, cutting up this episode. Go ahead. Yeah, you just have you have to you got to just you got to figure it out mm-hmm. within yourself because you will ruin yourself. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in situations that you know you can't handle Mm -hmm. and you won't realize your triggers and you'll just let it take over. Yeah. And and not at the risk of like, I don't want you to feel like you have to say anything in particular, obviously, Mm -hmm. but like, it just sounds like there's a lot of behind that lesson. There's a lot of experience, like not doing that or something like and dealing with the outcomes of that. So I have experience and then also... Like working with people, mm-hmm. a lot of people on the day to day, and like diff- seeing different relationships, different friendships, different um, parent child relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you just seemed like you reflected on something. That was like, yeah, it just, seems um, heavy. I just, the way you, because I can tell, like, and again, I don't want you to mention no, anything no, no, in particular. No, 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 I won't but, get in like super detail. I mean, yeah. we could definitely get into the deets of like my. That's not super important, unless you, you want know? to talk about it. But but um, I just seen a lot of situations. <clears throat> I witnessed things I didn't want to witness. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been put in situations where I didn't want to deal with it, but I had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but like dealing with people every day mm-hmm. and just oof. <laughs> a lot of times I try to put myself in their shoes. I'm like, what would you do? And I know that they're acting crazy and this isn't how it's supposed to go. It just it really depends on the people. But mm-hmm. I just seen a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, I can. <laughs> and and that's the thing. I think that like. It's one thing to see a lot of shit and like think that that's how the world is and just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you've seen a lot of shit and recognize not necessarily like it was your fault or it was all because of you, but that you can play a role in avoiding that or dealing with that in a way that's different 
through regulating your emotions. Like you kind of recognize your responsibility in, in, in dealing with all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll be like the quiet of of the storm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's a million things going on around me. Mm -hmm. Like if I react this way, it's going to blow up. Mm. So let me just (laughs) bring it down Mm -hmm. and try to work this out and I'm like a, a fixer okay like I just run the fix if yeah. I can't fix something I will fall back completely okay but if I could fix it or if I can like try to be the emotional reason of the situation I'll mm-hmm. try okay and I usually could get people down but like back down to you know yeah earth being willing to like listen <clears throat> yeah but some situations you can't so yeah I mean I've dealt with a lot of like with the bars and then mm-hmm. the jewelry store and just mm-hmm. on the internet and mm-hmm. just in general. Um, I've mm-hmm. I've been in the middle of a lot of situations yeah. Yeah. that uh, I had to use that knowledge about myself to help. Yeah, so. I think that's super dope because I, I always think one of the things like I love about psychology at least when I was studying it, was that it didn't seem like I learned anything new about what people do. It seemed like I learned a lot more about why people do things. And I also realized that there's a lot that we do on a day-to-day basis that kind of falls into that space of like what somebody might teach you or what a therapist might teach you. Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating to me because the lesson that it sounds like you've learned is essentially how to look at all of those situations and figure out, you know, what was I meant to take away? What was I meant to learn so that I don't make the same or I don't have the same outcome in the future? Right. And that one of the ways that I heard something similar be explained was that the only healthy way to deal with trauma is to give it purpose, to look at the things that have, you know, triggered us or that have not been the best circumstances for us and figure out, you know, well, that happened. It happened. I can't control that. Mm-hmm. What am I meant to take away from this so that I can consider it a lesson? And it sounds like you arrived at that through some natural way. Yeah, it was natural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Um, I think I probably entertained a therapist here and there, but mm-hmm. <laughs> entertained. <laughs> not, I know what you mean. Not <laughs> like that. Not to like talk shit on them. No, I'm just playing with you. I mean, a, a lot of things are helpful, and they say things. If you're you wondering what that sound is, said. that's my dog drinking water. Oh, yeah, I don't that's know. That's the dog he, drinking water. He and sounds he's been so loud. My ear and stuff, <laughs> and running. It's he's the cutest, but it's 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 yeah. all love. But that's yeah. what the noise is. It's nothing <laughs> spicy <laughs> going on. <laughs> I'm just. Letting you guys know what's going on in the background, and I'm drinking. Um, a Fair enough, <laughs> but no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail. Go no, ahead. No, it's okay. I forget what we were saying. No, you were just saying that, like, we were talking about turning less or moments into lessons, and like how, like, essentially, like you you've said it's not been easy. I guess, but no, it hasn't because if you know me, <laughs> uh, I get mean sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> certain situations and I've learned my lesson okay multiple times <laughs> okay um but they were good lessons even though I could avoid it a lot of them 
but I needed to go through those growing pains or I wouldn't be the most wonderful person that I am now. <laughs> All right. Well, so on a not. more positive note, <laughs> let me ask you this. What makes you, what brings you joy? What Ooh, makes you happy? What brings me joy? Great food. Okay. No, maybe I shouldn't put that one first. Wow. My daughter. Okay. That she brings me joy when she isn't bringing me aggression <laughs> and disobedience. But, um, yeah. Being a mom brings me joy. Um, helping people gives me joy. Um, food. Okay. Good food. Um, good tequila. <laughs> okay. Family time. Okay. We're not ripping each other's necks apart. <laughs> um, holidays. So holidays are, since it's November, holidays are like tricky. Mm-hmm. Like, October is just always just like a blah mm-hmm. month. Then November, I'm like, hmm. I'm like, okay. Then December just gets so stressful, I don't know why. Then mm-hmm. the new year happens, and then I'm good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh. Yeah, then, he loves um, that toy. <laughs> yeah, I just forgot what I was saying. No, you were talking about the holidays shifting from November to the new yeah, year. Yeah, but no, you get before good. that, though. Before that, sorry. That's okay. We might have to edit that out. No, you're fine. Well, we could keep it in though, honestly. No, well, the <laughs> the reason that well, I didn't want to get. I'm not because no, I'll get thrown off because I'll start talking and then I'll like sidetrack and then I'll <laughs> go into something else and then I'll talk about something else because now I'm like wanting to go to IKEA. <laughs> but okay, sorry. I need no, to focus. <laughs> it's been a week. I understand. <laughs> well, I'm happy that my furniture inspired you to want to go to IKEA. So yeah. But um, no, I, I think that that's interesting because it all center seems to center around support and family, like that connective tissue. Like you talked about being a mom. You talked about like liking to help people. Earlier, you talked about liking to fix things if you can or falling yeah. back if you can't. Yeah. You know, and, and the holidays and all of that like what is all of that what do you think that comes from why is it that that you enjoy just how it was brought up um because it's just like as chaotic as life could be once thanksgiving and christmas comes around it's just the same vibes with the family like i love it so um and it's the food aspect too yes i guess that all just intertwines with each other okay um but yeah and i i I think i'm an empath Mm -hmm. Um, I pulled back a little bit these past few years because I found myself being too into it, mm-hmm. letting it affect me too much. Okay. So, like, if someone's going through, like, a really hard time or something's going on, like, I want to, what you need, yo? <laughs> I will cook. You want me to clean? Yeah. You do your dishes. You need me to, you know, uh take you somewhere so you don't have to drive mm-hmm. you need like i want to be able to like try to not make them sad even though nine times out of ten i mean i could help but it mm-hmm. doesn't take away the fact that whatever's going on so and then sometimes i'll just be too deep into it I'll, it'll start affecting me like whoa mm-hmm. this isn't even your situation like yeah. what are you doing sorry no like, you're fine um but yeah, I'm like a, I'm an empath and I feel when people are going through things, like I can sense it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> and my friends, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And if, the, <clears throat> if they don't want to talk about it, 
there, like, because we're around people, I'll get them. Yeah. One way or the other, I'm going <laughs> to find out what's wrong with you. I, I can smell it a, a mile away. What's wrong? What can I do? Who did it? Oh, wow. You know? so, okay. Not who did it. <laughs> yeah, who did it. So I'm just like, sometimes I try to put the fi- miss fix it mm-hmm. cape down sometimes because it's not healthy. Okay. But that's that's fascinating to me that out of all the things in the world that you could have said bring you joy, it sounds like not not only this concept of being around family and the 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 things that come with being around family like the good food and the celebration, but also yeah. the idea of your ability to or willingness to be able to help people mm-hmm. brings you joy. Why do you think that is? You could have said anything in the world and you said that. Mm. In some sick way, I think I like how it makes me feel. That's not a sick thing. It's okay. <laughs> like, is that selfish? Like, no, let me help you with your no. problems so I can feel great. <laughs> but that's, that's well, I, you're talking to somebody that would completely agree with that concept, right? Like, so I think that a lot of times when we think about, like, how getting people to do anything. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to get you to do something, more often than not, you're going to be able to sustainably do it if you see a benefit in it. Meaning you get something back from it versus if I'm making you do something that only benefits somebody else. That might sound noble and it might sound like righteous, but you're not going to want to do that over and over again. A student told me that he got a they got a chance to talk to someone in the Peace Corps and Mm -hmm. the person told him that, like, you know, you have to find a selfish reason to do this because it's hard work and you got to help people and you got to do all of these things. And if you don't have a reason to do it, Mm -hmm. then you're going to burn out because you can't consistently do stuff for other people, Mm -hmm. you know, because it doesn't fill you back up. It doesn't serve you. Exactly. I'm big on that too now. If it's not serving me, who said that? Someone on Instagram. Yeah. If it's not serving me, probably Lori. Lori Harvey said that. She was talking about men in relationships. If it's not serving me. Yeah. (laughs) I am. I'm just not. I I respect that mostly. Be, I respect that mostly because I think it's again a sustainable way of doing things. But I think it's also honest. Like mm-hmm. I started this podcast not as like my willingness to just give back to the community or whatever. Yeah. I do it because I know that listening to people helps me grow. Like having to conceptualize and look at the world through your perspective mm-hmm. makes me have to quiet my own train of thought and then listen. And if I do a good enough job, then I learn a little bit about myself because we're different from each other. I have to look at myself through that lens. And, and th- it's not to say that I'm going to just be different because, but at least I have more information. Like mm-hmm. I joke about, you know, me not eating medium steaks because I grew up being told like if there's it's pink in the middle don't eat that right but you grow up you learn you take a new information Mm -hmm. and you can make a decision it's the same way you talk about managing your emotions yeah you you take a moment to breathe and then you can make a a decision Mm -hmm. about what you want to do yes yes yeah and but i think it's fascinating that like if you can acknowledge that it makes you feel some type like feel good about yourself why does it make you feel good about yourself especially if it's someone I care about, okay. I think that's the core thing. Mm-hmm. Not that I, not that I don't do things for like strangers, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, if I care about you, it just it just triggers something in me to just like go in protective mode. Mm. Go into like, let me get over there and like block all this negative stuff around you. Like, what you need, girl? Yeah, you know. Um, 
excuse me. I think that's it. I just go, it just, it, it, it fulfills me. It's some kind of sick. <laughs> it's not sick. You it's not sick. But it's not sick. It's human. Yeah, yeah. it's not sick. I sh- wrong, wrong words. Yeah. But it, it, it just does that for me. When, when you say you go into protective mode, do you feel like, is that something that you want? And not to say that you're doing it to get it in return, but do you value receiving that? Like when you receive it? Or is that something you look to receive? So, no. I'm the complete opposite. Okay. Like, if I'm going through something, even though I know I have a few people I know I could call and they're yeah. snapping a the finger, they're there. Mm-hmm. But I'm the complete opposite. Like, I'll, I just I isolate myself. Mm. And then I'll pop back out like, hey, <laughs> I'm good now. There you go. <laughs> why, why do you do that? I don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's mm-hmm. so, so weird. And if someone's like, oh, I want to be left alone, I respect it but to a certain extent. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then the next time I'm like, hey, you know, you're good. Or I'll text randomly like, hey, you know, you're good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. With me, I, it's, it's, I don't know. So you can acknowledge that you, when you're going through something, you want to be left alone. But when other people are going through something, you find it difficult to let them go through it alone. If they, even if they ask you, like I'm cool. Like Like when it first happened, when something like first happens, I want to like, just be present. Okay. But then I understand uh, the importance, importance of being needed to be left alone. Mm Mm-hmm. So if they give me that vibe or they verbally say, all right, Gigi, you can okay. go. <laughs> so it's I'll a- leave them alone, but I get it. But then, I mean, I'll just peek in a little like, hey, I'm still here. <laughs> That's it's so the complete wild. opposite for me. It's so wild. Yeah, it is wild. It's, it's interesting. Like, why do you want to be left alone? I don't know. It just feels so good sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when, but so like, um, yeah. I think because it allows me to really be honest mm. with myself and how I'm feeling. Okay. And I'm just really like in tune when I, I just get really in tune with myself and I really just process everything. And I think when there's like a people around, mm-hmm. I just zone out. Okay. It's weird. Like, I don't know. I just get into like maybe professional mode like when a bunch of people are around yeah and i don't get into that oh let's talk about our feelings yeah. like let's talk about what's wrong with me i don't mm-hmm. i don't do you, that I okay don't know. it's weird well it sounds like the the piece that it's tied to in terms of you being able to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. do you feel like it's difficult for you to be honest with people when you're in that space no. Okay. Certain people, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to just come out like, oh, my God, I had the worst week ever. Yeah. Da, 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 like, it would have to be, like, on some one-on-one, and they okay. just happen to bring it up. And okay. I'll tell them what's going on, but I won't get into, like, super detail, honestly. Okay. Because then I'll be like, ooh, I don't want to feel this way out right now. That That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it sounds like you've consciously realized that there's only a certain degree that you want to expose because – there's a feeling that it's going to trigger if you go over that. And it, it depends on the. And we're the, supposed to be talking about what people. brings you joy too, but <laughs> that's true. See what I'm no, saying? Go I'm we're going to go all over. No, it's okay. No, um, it's all right. But no, go continue, please. Yeah. Just, 
I don't know. If you could describe that feeling, what does it feel like? Like if you... I get anxiety. Like, yeah. I'll deal with these emotions when I'm by myself. I don't mm. want to do it right now. Ugh. Is it like you feel... Do you feel exposed? <sighs> it depends on the, the, the company. Mm-hmm. Like if it's just like we're out or... If it's like a public... Um, even if you were like you talked about like you you there's even with people that you love and care about or that you trust like there's mm-hmm. even then you'll only go so far like what do you think will happen if you go beyond that point and like being like boldly ex- honest expose no because it yeah. has such like a negative yeah connotation um i don't know damn and I told myself I wouldn't get stuck on a question. <laughs> it is called I Don't Know Tom. So, I mean, that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hashtag. No, um, I don't know. I really don't know. That, that That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bring that back. Say, ask me it yeah, again. It's, what do you think will happen if you go beyond? Like, if you're perfect conditions, you're with people that you think care about you. But you said you don't want to go beyond a certain point. I don't think I don't want to do it. I don't think it, it's happened a few times. But that's a good ass question. I don't know. It's so weird. But sometimes I will go there mm-hmm. and it feels therapeutic. Mm. But most times I think it gives me anxiety. Yeah, you mentioned that. And. But you also just mentioned that if you, you, the few times you've done it, it's felt therapeutic. Yeah, it's 50 50. Yeah. It really is 50 50 and it's situational. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, it, it's definitely situational. But most times, like, I'll discuss it on the surface mm-hmm. just to release some kind of, especially if it's something I'm frustrated about, mm-hmm. just to like release it verbally. Yeah. Because being at home, what you're going to talk to yourself, you can't release it the same way. Yeah. But, um, and then I think the rest I'll just do at home yeah. privately. And then the next day I'll be cool. Yeah. So, and I'm not trying know. to disrupt your system. Uh, please no, don't it's do that. okay. If no, you have a, if you have another system, no, I don't. I could try. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't even know. I wouldn't even say it's something that I would recommend. I could. I don't have anything to recommend because it doesn't seem like anything's wrong. Like it sounds like you have a system that like it works, works for me. But I'm just curious. Like what I'm get, what I get curious about is why do you need why does the system exist in that way right because if you understand like it's like doing the work like you know if you do math in school and they're like show your work Mm -hmm. if you can describe if you understand why you're doing something then you have kind of a mastery over it yeah but hitting this roadblock is interesting to me because especially considering that like you recognize it's in direct opposition of how you prefer to help and support other people like mm-hmm. you respect you're, you're self-aware enough to respect people's space but that's not a natural position for you like it feels it sounds like it feels mm-hmm. way more natural for you to be involved to be present to be like I think you even said your first instinct is to be present yeah because I think I know genuinely that I could be trusted and I think mm-hmm. it all comes down to trust yeah and not saying that I don't trust the people but I it's like you want to fall back 
like what's that the ladder test yeah i trust the people or behind me a hundred percent like i mm-hmm. trust them but like who's just comfortable falling back and that's <laughs> the that's so fascinating yo Mm-mm. that's so, so that's I, the only way i could like really explain that like it has to be something mm-hmm. to do with trust and no Mm-mm. it's so that's so fascinating because it it perfectly explains what you said earlier when you said the few times that it's happened, it's felt therapeutic because mm-hmm. ultimately what it sounds like that is, is you doing the trust fall and being caught, like somebody capturing you. So, yeah. and you can let it go, but like, mm-hmm. you don't want to do that all the time. I think bits and pieces, like, yeah. like bits and pieces, I'll get there. And then once you get me there, mm-hmm. oh girl, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. Okay. So <laughs> the funny thing also about that is that I think what you're describing is this idea between and i think in psychology is similar to this concept of attitude and behavior mm-hmm. like you have this belief about yourself in terms of like what you are willing to do and what you're comfortable doing but actually doing that in behavior is different because mm-hmm. you like it's one thing to look at a group of people and say i would do the trust fall with y'all but it's another thing to do the trust fall with them yeah and and that's the distinction and like when you People would, it's called cognitive dissonance whenever you have those two things out of alignment. Cognitive dissonance. Yeah, so, but. Pull my notes out. No, it's. Listen, I came here. It's a podcast. You can just listen back. But no, I'll put 37 minute mark. That's when I said, around when I said it. But it's, that's the funny thing about like people and behaviors in general. I do this thing called the IDI and it's the intercultural development inventory. I do it for work. And when you get a score and it says, what your score is in terms of where you perceive yourself to be, like how culturally competent you believe you are mm-hmm. and where the inventory would place you based on what you've actually done, mm-hmm. quote unquote, your behaviors. Mm-hmm. And usually there's a gap between those two scores because oftentimes we overestimate what our ability to do something is and don't take into account where we really are right in behavior no i'm very aware <laughs> <laughs> i'm very aware i am that's very you are aware. there because even say mm-hmm. most people i think wouldn't even be willing to say that right like to no. to acknowledge that that distinction and that contradiction yeah and i've i've collected that within myself <laughs> i'm sorry to <laughs> in my many hours yeah. of isolation yeah of just you know really just deeply thinking about things like yeah there's you are you can be there in a you Mm -hmm. know you could just take on everybody's like stuff and you just Mm want to help but like are you willing to let somebody do that Mm. in due time yeah all right the the thing the, the thing about time is that it's it's always going to be like an opportunity right we always perceive it to come i think that the the challenge in what you've uncovered in some ways is that you haven't really, or it sounds like you don't have an answer to why that is right. Like, or what the, what the line, like what that could even look like if you did, like you haven't, like you've acknowledged that maybe you'll get there because you'll keep working on yourself Mm -hmm. and maybe you will, who knows. But I think it's fascinating that even in this moment, you haven't been able to say like what that could even look like if you were at that point. No, I don't have a definitive answer. Nope. Yeah. I, th- I want to say a lot of it is something to do with trust. Yeah. I'm and it sounds like it that. could be. Yeah, but not fully. It couldn't be 100%. Well, I mean, maybe not, but I do think that it was it also very self-aware for you to say that 
you're willing to help people and it's easier for you to want to be present because you know you can trust yourself. Like, you know you can mm -hmm. be trusted. So mm -hmm. you're going into that recognizing, like, why wouldn't you want me as a resource? And I want to be a resource, so I'm going to show up. But when it right. comes to you allowing others to do that or getting that support from others, mm -hmm. there's a concept of, like, how much can I trust you? Because, like you said earlier, when you're alone, I can be 100% honest with myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a few people can get me there. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, and the few people who've gotten me there probably did something that made that all reverse. Yeah. So that probably happened. But there's a few people who I can get there with who I could just be comfortable taking their compassion, support, support all mm -hmm. that. But then most times I wouldn't even put my what I'm dealing with all the way out there to receive that. Yeah. How I know that they'll give it to me. Yeah. And I don't know. That's definitely yeah, weird. It's, it's definitely interesting because mm -hmm. it also makes me think of, you know, you, I think you may have touched on it. You said that like you, mm -hmm. they, people have been there for you, but then maybe flip the script or whatever in some instances. But yeah. I wonder like why trust of all the things like is, it seems to be kind of important for you. Um, well, with the topic of like me helping people, but me not being able to. Or just the see. concept of trust. It seems like it keeps coming up. Like, you know, like. Oh, yeah. I don't trust. No, I don't trust these people. But like, <laughs> I'm not Child, saying you got to trust, trust your dog before <laughs> I trust some of these people. <laughs> well, he's very, he's a very, uh, um, he's a very yeah. simple creature, but well, he kind of, he's kind of complicated. He does very strange things from time to time. But my thing is like, why is. Like when I think about my purpose, I say stories and connections. Those are the mm -hmm. things that are important to me. I, I love listening to stories, creating stories, being a part of stories, whatever. And then I like looking at those stories and seeing how things connect, you know, and like yes. part of the reason why I like doing this podcast is because of that. It motivates me and it's kind of how I see the world. And gotcha. it seems like the way you see the world in part in some important way mm -hmm. is through this filter of like trust and honesty, like mm -hmm. who can I do that with? And, and mm -hmm. how do I position myself in my relationship with other people based on that? Mm -hmm. And there's been times I've stepped out on good faith. Yeah. It's usually <laughs> like, how Let me just see sometimes. if I can, um, you know, navigate this without going crazy. Mm -hmm. And it would, you know, bite me in the ass. And I'll be like, you know, lesson learned. Yeah. Is the lesson that you couldn't trust people? Uh, From your perspective, I don't, I don't know. Uh, not trust, but just like let go. Okay. Like give it a shot. 50, okay. It's going to be 50-50. It's either going to okay. go good or it's not going to go good. Mm -hmm. They're either going do something wild or <laughs> they're going to surprise you or it'll just be in the middle. Okay. So, yeah. That's like you, like you kind of let it, like you're acknowledging that it, it anything could happen. Yeah. So okay. like maybe when I was younger and I'm 34, so mm -hmm. maybe like in my twenties, maybe I was just, I was just very like, uh, I guess they can't. <laughs> can't see, see what I'm doing <laughs> like my hand in front of my face like I was just very like shut down oh, okay. I'm not even about to go anywhere past how was my day yeah 
in conversation. We're just going to okay. keep it real surface. Okay. Um, now I think, like, I couldn't do this podcast 10 years ago. I'd probably mm. be already crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, nothing's happened that hopefully would make you cry. I don't know if you reflected um, on something. But, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, it's not anything, like, in particular. I definitely think it definitely took a few, like, situations or, like, the people. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I guess trust is a big thing. Yeah. Well, let me ask you the next question I have that I ask everybody is, you know, who were the people that came before you and would they like how did they influence you? Like what did they teach you? So and it could be anybody. Mm. It can be people that are fictional, real, whatever, like family, whoever you decide. Came before me. Like who would you consider like the people that influence you? Oh, my parents easy <laughs> okay easy um, okay they're just like hella zen <laughs> <laughs> i mean maybe they don't show things but i mean stuff could just be so horrible and they just show up mm. every time and it's just like they're very down to earth okay and just like Real zen, especially my dad, like just real zen. Okay. Like, well, I'm just gonna make the most rational decision and it usually works. <laughs> and then there's me, I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> but um definitely my parents, um I mean they probably they've been through a lot of shit and mm-hmm. they just always seem to just come out cool, calm and collective. They just try not to let life ruin them okay what is, what is <laughs> so it? i think that seeing always seeing that kind of got me into this but i wasn't like this when i was younger no way no how but mm-hmm. being older now yeah. i'm able to see like okay you're definitely like your dad a lot okay. in some situations but um definitely them and i mean i don't really look up to like a certain like celebrity or fictional mm-hmm. person or okay i just like to make it as wide open as possible hmm. to see where people land it that's a good question who inspired me or just M- just major influences influences like they've taught you something they've had an impact on you uh my friends and you know i Worked in the bars and done parties and at the jewelry store and just like being around people. I think people in their situations mm-hmm. influenced me. Um, people in their decision making skills mm-hmm. <laughs> influenced me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you kind of learned from the way that they've operated and did yeah, yeah, I think I just I think the thing that stuff that influenced me the most was other situations Mm -hmm. so then when it was time for me to deal with my own situations or whatever i was going through i was i kind of had quote unquote experience Mm -hmm. or like i've seen how it could go yeah and if i do this it could go the other way um is that always how you've operated like utilizing because that's pretty much what like most people would say (laughs) wisdom is you know like utilizing the experiences of other people to make in more sense, informed decisions yeah in a sense definitely in a sense now there's situations where like i never 
seen anyone go through Mm -hmm. and then I'm going through and then I really peel back Mm. and really get into like my crab shell yeah and I'll be in there for weeks like let (laughs) me figure this shit out because this is different (laughs) yeah it seems like when things like quote-unquote hit the fan for you it becomes it sounds like you shell up because it's like all right Who can I trust enough to deal with this myself? So I'm going to go into a space where it's just me until I figure it out. Yeah. And it's not as as though you don't feel like you can ask for support Mm -hmm. in dealing with that. It's just that that you don't know if you can like there's anyone that like at least behaviorally that you're willing to trust enough when you're in that space because you just need you. That's like you need to be by yourself. Someone that you trust 100 percent. Yeah. See, I said, yeah, that just sounded not convincing. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I don't know how you worded it. just sounds like I definitely could call my mom for anything. Yeah. Let's be real. I could call her for anything. And even my friends, I could call them for anything. I know this. They know this. Yeah. But I won't do it. And I think Which I don't want to be a burden, too. That Okay, there that's you go. That's a thing, too. I don't... and. People, I don't want to be a burden. You're not a burden to me when you're going through something. But the other way around, I feel maybe like I'm a burden a little Which bit, is and I don't contradiction. like. And then maybe I don't like feeling exposed, like yeah. you said earlier. Like so, it really just depends on the situation. When you're exposed, it, it, there's it's just you, such a negative connotation. I know, but but I, I I wouldn't want to make it because I don't I don't think that it's. I know in my mind, I'm looking at it as neither positive nor negative, right? But I think that you're right. Like, it can come off as negative yeah. if people hear it and feel like, well, why wouldn't you come to me, right? Like, right, I, I don't want to offend somebody. That, somebody. Yeah. yeah, like, what she mean? She don't got... She, yeah, she, and you know? I think that's coming across very clearly. I think you said it beautifully earlier that you know you can depend on these people. You just don't for whatever reason. And I think what's interesting is that What's fascinating to me is that you don't seemingly have an answer for why that is that you, you're comfortable with. But no. there are things that you opened up about that sound like it might have a role, which is like when you're in that ro- that space, it mm-hmm. can be exposing because whatever you're going through has revealed something to you that you're unaware of or yeah. you don't have an understanding of. And that makes you feel maybe vulnerable is a better vulnerable, word. maybe exposed. Mm-hmm. Um gives me anxiety because yeah. I'm not like really in control of the situation yes. 100% mm-hmm. um, it's like a mixture of all of that stuff yeah. honestly and that's very normal I yeah. think what I think is what, what is interesting and I've discovered this from doing this podcast a lot mm-hmm. is that there's always two sides to the coin and it's funny that you've kind of mm-hmm. tied this idea that of what you're most comfortable doing what brings you joy to this thing that you're unwilling to do and that like one of the Sour things patch. that you value <laughs> but one of the things that you value about the people that are major influences to you particularly your parents mm-hmm. is the quality of being zen which is ultimately this balance this complete mastery of self Ooh, yeah so it's like you're looking up to these people because they've mastered something that you intuitively know that you're dealing with in a sense mm-hmm if yep. I you said I let you get away with it earlier, but I want to double back because Damn, I've gotten on I got on my other guests for this. <laughs> if you had to think of something that brings you joy that is not connected to anybody else, self sustaining, what would it be? 
Say it again. If Sorry. you had to think of something that brings you joy, it can't be helping other people, whatever. I'll, I'll accept that as an answer, mm -hmm. one of the things. But like, if you if it had to be something that only was involving you, what would it be? Organizing my spice drawer. Okay. Um, That's super interesting. I've never heard that as an answer. Yes. Please continue. Throwing away expired foods and <laughs> okay. condiments okay. from my fridge and my parents' fridge. <laughs> okay. Um, what gives me joy? I like cooking. No. You know what gives me freaking joy? Produce. Produce? Good produce <laughs> why please tell me why just good produce like giant eagles corn all mm -hmm. or like a good farmer's market where you know it's like straight from there okay i like um chopping up vegetables exactly peppers that's carrots. super interesting i like peeling potatoes i like knives no pun intended yeah all right fair enough i like a good um cooking knives i like to what brings me joy my best friend gets on me on all this she gets on me all the time about this so i'll go to like johnny will say i'm just general i yeah. will go through every aisle <laughs> i like to read ingredients i like to <laughs> this is super interesting google like recipes or something and make sure and go through the aisles and make sure i got it I go through every aisle, Giant Eagle. Like I know Water Waterworks, yeah, and Center Ave, Giant Eagles, like the back of my hand. But this is so that's super interesting. That like, it's it sounds connected, and I might be convoluting things, but it's like you said that the, one of the things that you enjoy most about produce, particularly going to farmers markets, is that you know where it comes from. Mm -hmm. It's connected to trust. You can trust what it's doing yeah. and then like, like and when i squeeze it it doesn't feel like it was flash frozen yeah <laughs> and then thawed out then yeah. dipped in some wax yeah you know like i that but that's connected that to things it seems like things you can trust particularly related to food mm -hmm. bring you joy and you talk about it you talked about connecting or excuse me um chopping things and fixing that's connected to you saying you like to fix things particularly mm -hmm. create and and utilize ingredients resources whatever that is yep. it sounds like you have a, a, a joy in like being able to create with things you can trust almost mm -hmm. and i'm like if it just doesn't bring me joy mm -hmm. i just eliminate it okay from well, my life okay. and i go. used to <laughs> just like and you talk about my, i sound negative eliminate it from my life sounds insane yeah <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little That's crazy wild. like damn eliminate it from my life <laughs> tell us how you really feel <laughs> Jeez louise <laughs> all right no just if like if it doesn't bring me joy or if it doesn't serve me i'm just like i barely have energy to get through a day okay. i'm just trying to stay positive through my days and i'll feel myself getting like in a mood i mm -hmm. am so self-aware now mm -hmm. thank you god <laughs> for getting me to this point i'm so yeah. self-aware now of like when i know my mood is changing yeah i'll fall back i'll okay. like i i gotta disappear i gotta get out the way i just gotta go mm -hmm. i know myself yeah. well enough now that i know okay but um things that give bring me joy um 
getting my daughter off the bus. I said you can't see somebody else. <sighs> you can't be a person. Okay, what about snuggling with her in the mornings? <laughs> All right. Well, you gave me other answers. I'll let you off the hook because I can see okay, where this one is more. going already. Um, a good, a nice hotel balcony with a good view. Mm. And just silence with a glass of orange juice on ice. Wow. And bacon, a plate of bacon. And that's wow. that shit this right there. This sounds like resort behavior you just described. <laughs> that shit right there. Yeah. That'll get me right. Okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. So what is something you think you're really good at? Ooh. Um, just one thing? Or can I say like three or two? You can say whatever. Um, one thing I'm really good at, um, time management. Okay. Um, balancing. Things. You're one of the few guests to get here early, so respect. <laughs> I did get here early because you know, yeah. I was a nervous wreck. I'm like, yo, just get on the road. Just <laughs> go. I FaceTimed my best friend. We were talking the whole way. I'm like, just go. Like, you're being yeah. so weird. Like, That's all right. Like, you're doing a great job. I could do this now, mm -hmm. but when I was younger, there's no way. Okay. <laughs> no way. I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you said time okay. management. Yeah, I'm really good at time management, and I think... When I'm when I deal with people who aren't good at that, I get so frustrated, and I try to give them grace every time, but it really just isn't that hard of a concept for me. Like, <laughs> and ugh, see, you wanna, you I'm getting try triggered now just talking about. I it. I was just about to ask you, but I don't know if I want to ask you if you want to do it now. <laughs> I was gonna ask if you wanted to do an exercise in perspective. Okay. Can you think of, of a good reason why somebody wouldn't be good at time management? They're lazy. <laughs> That's not a good reason. No, not no. I use the wrong term. They, oh my gosh. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing like this. Go ahead. My bad. I said a I good think, reason. I think that triggers something. Clearly, clearly, it, it definitely did. triggers something like lazy motherfucker. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I really just think they just don't know how to do it. I don't know. I. I, I don't know that answer. I really don't. I don't know, Tom. I don't know. I really don't. Because I think just me thinking of an answer is annoying me because I don't have the answer. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Traffic, cool. I'm sorry. There won't be any of that. No traffic. No, like life-threatening situations like i i get it i get it i'm not i'm not I, first of all this person you're mad at doesn't even exist right now so Listen, you gotta let it go. i'm over here looking at your chess pieces with <laughs> glare like <laughs> but like the I reason the reason ooh. i uh, like i asked people that is because i think that it's a fun exercise in perspective because it forces you out of your own oh my god and like if you ask somebody like what is something that annoys them or whatever and then think of a good reason it exists it people do exactly what you did it's mm. it's not an easy thing to do mm. and yeah. you know what i think to answer that truthfully though mm -hmm. would be they weren't exposed to it or something okay. or like they just were never like on a schedule or never. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. There's some it's people who could just wake up and not have like, not saying I'm a drill sergeant, mm -hmm. but like I pretty much have my week planned out and then I have my days planned out. Yeah. 
nothing, I, I, I don't know. And I, I try to give people grace and patience. And it's not successful all the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I think people just aren't exposed to time management or yeah. weren't put in a position where they had to manage their time or there would be a um, consequence. Yeah, that's I a fair know. point. That's so, a fair point. I, I think it. that you did well with, an, with answering that question. You eventually arrived. What was there, my so. first answer? Lazy. Yeah, lazy, which was wild. <laughs> that was very I, aggressive. I'm yeah, sorry. Clearly, that triggers something. But I, I do think it's interesting that, like, out of, again, out of all the things you could have said you're good at, time management jumps out into like to you. Like, why do you think you value that so much? Um, because it just lets you just get more out of life. Mm-hmm and out of your days than you could of if you didn't. I remember Venus answered a question. Venus Williams answered a question similarly when asked about what does she enjoy or like what is the, the thing that she loves most about herself or something like that and she said being disciplined and she said like discipline has brought her everything yeah. that gotten her everything that she's ever had in life and I think that that's something I can relate to that I've learned the more disciplined I can be even in doing these podcasts and being consistent like there's yeah. days like even when I was in New Orleans, I was like, damn, I got to get an episode out. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I could not. But then I was like, that, those are the things that make yeah. you undisciplined is saying making those concessions for yourself. So I, I think that that sound, it sounds really similar to what you were saying, like yeah. how much you can get out of life through being there. You viewing that is important. Time management is important. I have to work on my discipline. Honestly, I've been okay. working on it, though. Um, you don't think being t- like being, yeah, being on time you, is discipline. You think it would fall into each other <laughs> and just some certain things. I'm just not. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm disciplined with it for like maybe the first week or so. Then I see myself like, girl, what is you doing? Usually that I, it I sounded would, so great. Two weeks. Ago. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you can get that's why they always say two weeks is the threshold. Anything you do for at least two weeks or so, it becomes a habit. But one of the things that mm-hmm. I was going to say is that I think. It sounds like, and usually this is the case, it's not that you can't be disciplined. It's that you haven't figured out a suitable motivation in the same way that the you way did with time management. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think about that a lot. Like, when I talk to people about, you know, I, I work in the um, diversity, equity, and inclusion space, and it's like, mm-hmm. how do you get people to like people who are different from them? And it's like, I don't need to teach people how to like somebody. You can, you've can, you been doing that all of your life. Like, you know how to do it. I have yeah. to figure out what connects you your curiosity to wanting to learn from people that are different. That's a different, that's a different formula. Like for you, you can be disciplined. You have that ability. It sounds obviously anybody who's on time consistently is disciplined. Like that takes a lot of like, yeah, it took some work to get here, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, um, I'm pretty good with my time management. Like, and I, sometimes I impress myself like, girl, <laughs> there you go. 15 minutes early, girl. There you go. Big Gigi. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Get through the traffic. No. Um, but like certain stuff like discipline, like I'm like a procrastinator sometimes. And I'll let it consume me, too. And I know it's consuming me. And I know yeah. it's winning. Yeah. And I do nothing about it. <laughs> that's like, it, yeah, it sounds like that's bad. The, uh. it, these, these struggles, this, it's, the, it's the one thing that they don't tell you when they talk about people who are really self-aware is that you mm. acknowledge all of these internal contradictions. Yes, it's a lot of internal stuff yeah. with me. It really is. And I think 
when I'm ready to talk about it, it just comes all like blah, blah, blah. It just <laughs> yeah. all comes out. So I have to take the time yeah. to organize these thoughts yeah. <laughs> before I try to express them to the world. Yeah. Or to my friends and family, I should say. I wonder if there is the only thing that I would offer to that point is not that you can't be successful doing that. Mm-hmm. But I think one, knowing the why and then two, knowing the value of maybe not doing that. Right. Like I, when I started this podcast, there was a lot that I wanted to do when I started. Mm-hmm. But then I realized at some point you just start mm-hmm. and then you build on that and you learn from it. The fear is that the fear of the procrastination, the thing that holds people back sometimes is that yes. they always envision the perfect start. Like if yes. I can just get to do this then I'll be fine, right? Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not how it it's works. Not how like, it works at all. Yeah, and, and it, it's never going to be the most ideal circumstances to do anything worthwhile. So mm-hmm. it, even back to your point, like at some point, you just have to fall. Even mm-hmm. if you don't want to, even if you're not, these aren't the best circumstances, and to mm-hmm. see what happens when you fall so that you can continue working with that, like trusting people or not or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had some low times. Yeah. And I would just be saying, like, girl, what you get yourself into? Yeah. Like, is this life right now? But, um, yeah, those low, low, low times will get you right together. <laughs> well, is there anything else you wanted to add to what you're good at? Because time management is, like, super dope. I, I admire anybody who's good with their time. Something I'm good at. Um, or that you think you're good at. Are really good at. Mm-hmm. And we could just stick with that answer if you want. We don't have to. No, because I mean, I could sit here and just like <laughs> go on for days. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. Um, I think I'm good at respecting people's decisions Mm -hmm. and like how they move through different situations because i I would i I used to get frustrated like why the (laughs) i'm trying not to drop all these f-bombs why the fuck would she do that or why would he do that um i think i've gotten better i don't i don't want to say i'm good at it but Mm -hmm. i think i'm getting to a better place (laughs) okay of just Letting people be who they are mm-hmm. and not letting how I feel affect how I respond. <laughs> yeah, that's a very difficult thing for people to do. I remember I talked to a friend before. I'm getting good at that. Not yeah. there. I was talking to one of my friends before about how people give relationship advice. And like she was like getting pissed off at not that her friend didn't do what she said to do. But she was getting pissed off that her friend kept doing what she said not to do. She's like, I get that you don't want to listen to me, but like, don't keep coming to me doing this if you're not going to take my advice. And I said, well, what do you care if she does or she doesn't? Like, but but when you become so connected to something, bless you, when you get so connected to something, it's hard to kind of separate yourself from the outcome. And I think that that's... Like, I remember telling her, like, I could give somebody advice about the same thing a hundred times. At the end of the day, it's going to be their decision. It's like you you have to, at some point, trust them to do what's best for them, no matter how that looks 
for them. Right. And if you care about them, mm-hmm. it should be unconditional. It yeah. shouldn't be based off of what they do with their lives unless mm-hmm. it directly affects, affects you. you. Yeah. Um, I can see you telling your girlfriend, oh, don't mess with that guy. And then she keeps going back and back and back. I, I wouldn't say that. That's dirty knocking. But go that's, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's for example, <laughs> quote unquote. You got um, me like Mario out here. You should um, let me. <laughs> that's wild as hell. I like if I'm in a situation like that and I'm t- I'm giving my advice, but nine times out of ten we agree that mm-hmm. what I'm saying is probably how we both feel. Yeah. But you have to let people fall. Yeah. You have to let people hit rock bottom, and you got to still be there for them. Like, even if you tell them a thousand times, girl, didn't I tell you, <laughs> dumbass, not yeah. the, 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 you just, like, people told me things all the time back in the day, and even recent, like, you're never going to, you're never going to change, you're never going to change how you operate or anything like that until you hit rock bottom bottom and yeah. you are alone <laughs> that sounds so crazy and the mic probably alone <laughs> wow. no you're never gonna like you're never gonna be able to like navigate life if you can't you just gotta get you just have to hit rock bottom yeah you just have to i don't know for me i definitely had to hit rock bottom yeah for me to like girl get your life like yeah. what are you doing yeah <laughs> You want to sit here and be miserable and cry and then go out? Like, no, like, get your, you know, you really have to do the work. Like, mm-hmm. you really have to do the work. That is, a, that is, I'm fast. not all the way there at no time. I'm like, maybe like 35, 40% there. Okay. At least um, you can quantify it, though. Like, you yeah, know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm there. So, like, things I'm good at, time management, um, cooking. Mm-hmm. You said it can't involve another person. Um, this, or another... can, this can involve another person if you want. Just the thing that brought you joy couldn't. Damn. Oh, yeah. That's right. Things that bring me joy. A lot of things bring me joy. Well, no, that's that was an earlier question. You don't have but to answer this, that again. We're, I'm sorry. See it's what I'm saying? <laughs> sorry. Talking about things you're good at. So you said time management, <laughs> cooking. Um, Parking. Parking? I love I'm that a answer. Parking warrior. <laughs> Even outside of here, I had problems with this one spot, so I'm going to get that spot. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to know. What is it about you and parking spots? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so back to story. I have a pickup truck. Okay. And I just, yeah. I'm, I can't drive a car because they give me anxiety because I okay. have to be a pag. Yeah. So... When I first, I think my first car I ever bought was a Tahoe. And, whoo, that poor truck. <laughs> mm, child, I could park to save my life. But mm-hmm. now I'm just like a beast. I could park anywhere. <laughs> if we go out with my friends, I'm going to get us a spot. <laughs> Giant Eagle, what? I'm going to get a spot in front. And I'm going to park that shit like you've never seen before. I reverse, I reverse in a spot. There's a, a quote or something on Facebook or something where it's like, if she can reverse park 
a big car or something run she's yeah, too i don't know what it yeah. said but so i can I reverse park about. the hell out of my truck <laughs> so i'm good at parking no i respect that that's I'm good at parking um you got the rear camera though because that's what i ain't gonna throw no salt so, in your game no but, i'm okay. a i'm a mirror parker okay like respect I feel like no shade to the, the uh, camera parkers out there, but go ahead. no, all the shade. <laughs> it's like no, I'm just playing. No, there's yeah, I'm I'm a mirror parker, but the right. camera definitely uh, makes that easier. That is super fascinating, yo. Like yeah, I've never, yeah. I don't even think that I would have in a, uh, like all the time in the world thought somebody would say they're good at parking as like something that they identify because <laughs> you know why sorry go ahead. i think because it just happened so recently like i'm mm-hmm. still feeling good about it <laughs> so it's just so still fresh <laughs> <laughs> that's funny stupid spot See? i was like am i in a i thought i was gonna go over the hill i'm like oh my gosh i'm just gonna go around and i'm like i don't even know if this is the right lot then i ended up like in a like a garage somewhere. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh, this is not for guests. Yeah. So then I turn back around, I'm like, I'm going to get that spot. And I got <laughs> that, that spot. That's the respect <laughs> for you getting that spot. There, I've, uh, not many people watch Seinfeld or mess with it, but like, yeah. I feel like there's a Seinfeld episode for everything. And there's literally an episode where George, they're at the hospital because uh, <laughs> their friends are about to give birth. My parents probably and, would know this episode. They watch Seinfeld all and, the time. And George is like in the window. He's like, look at that spot. I got it right <laughs> off. Like the lady is like in labor. He's like, come over and look at the spot. They're like, George, relax. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. But what a spot. The, but- like, but look at that spot. Like it's right in front. <laughs> the, the funny thing, the comedy about it is that somebody so eventually... Um, trigger warning for like suicide, but it's like somebody mm. eventually jumps off the hospital and kills himself and lands right on his car. Oh, <laughs> and he's talking all that about getting it's the perfect spark. It's not funny, but they end up making something a joke out of everything. So, of course, but that's that's hilarious that you parking is something that, yeah, you I'm good at parking. Oh. Was there a time when you couldn't park or something? No, <laughs> there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Could always park. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I was pretty good at parking since I first learned how to drive. That's and that's I think crazy. I first learned how to drive in a Ford Explorer. Okay. And I parked the hell out of that truck, <laughs> and it was with mirrors, no cameras. You know what the next level is now? Like you gotta get your CDL and start parking tractor trailers. So stuff. that's crazy. Like kudos. Like the one day I seen this. She was small, like five foot, yeah, a hundred pounds, mm-hmm. whipping this big old <laughs> Target truck up downtown. Like, okay, girl, I said power to you. <laughs> she parked the hell out of this. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Hi, little. I know. It's yeah. Bad. If you ignore no. him, he goes away after a while. He just um, feeds off the attention. <laughs> but no, I was going to ask, and because you mentioned how small she was, is there something about like? You being like a smaller person with a large vehicle and like you like the the idea of like this person usually isn't yeah. the person you see doing this. Because usually when I hop out of my car, they be, they look at me like I'm crazy. Like, yeah. that's like, your check. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, just yeah, it's easier for me. I don't know why, but um, makes you feel a little like a boss, though. Like, like I could do this, like kind of. But it, <laughs> honestly, like I, it makes me feel like I can see everything. Yeah. Ace, <laughs> he's never done this Ace before. Ace is licking my he, ear down, guys. I'm sorry. No, he's licky, never, licky. He don't even do that to me. I don't even know what's got into him. Do that smell good? Apparently. Like, <laughs> all right. I quit. So, no, um, um, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Wait, you said, oh, no, because 
when I see like those like CDL trucks or whatever, mm-hmm. like delivery trucks, that uh, you don't not, want that challenge. No, I feel that. No. All right. So speaking of not wanting that or being afraid, what are you afraid of? Whew. I am afraid of. Whew. I'm afraid of spiders. Okay. Not really, because I kill them all. (laughs) (laughs) But they like, like that will just, Mm -hmm. yeah, spiders. I'm afraid of car accidents. Mm. I'm afraid to get into another one. Mm -hmm. I'm like, definitely. Somebody T-boned me in 2019. So I kind of been like, hella. Yeah. Um, What what scares me? Mm. Being financially fucked up. Mm. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Respect. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But no, because I can be broke. Like, I can have no money in my account, like $5. Yeah. But if my bills are paid, you're good. I could go to sleep and I could wake up in the morning with a half decent attitude. Yeah. But like if I'm broke and I'm behind, woo, that puts me in a very uncomfortable place. Mm. I don't, I need to be independent. Mm. I have to make sure like you're financially at least okay. Yeah. You know, you have some wiggle room. Yeah. Um, Cause I've been in a position before where I was fucked up. I didn't have a dollar to my name, and mm-hmm. I owed out <laughs> multiple mm-hmm. companies. And <clears throat> I think this was in like 2011 or 2012. I was living up Troy Hill. I was broke as hell. Mm. Ooh, I was so broke. Mm-hmm. And every time, it just it, every time I see where I'm at now. Not that I'm like in the best positions but I'm way better off like I mm-hmm. know how I felt mm-hmm. then and I was so hungry then like I didn't even I wasn't even think I was working at the time I was making jewelry selling it but like I'll never forget I went to the damn corner store with like a dollar fifty cent and I think I bought a blunt and some <laughs> noodles and some chips mm. for like three four days straight I'm like Ugh, girl, <laughs> this is not it honey mm. Oof, no, so I think that scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, being broke. Yeah. Yeah. It, like just that 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 uh, <laughs> lack of security. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and now it's it double scares me because I have a daughter. I now, was just like, about to ask that. No, like, I would imagine that's exacerbated no. because of mm-hmm. having someone like, that depends on you. Yeah, yeah, and I don't play. Yeah. <laughs> what would you What would you say was the thing that helped you turn a corner in that then? Time and money management. Mm-hmm. Being real with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, you buying this, this, that, and the third, and you owe this, this, that, and the third. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. You know? Um, you Makes kn- sense why you would have time management at the top of your list now, knowing some more of that. Yeah, just like. Seems I was, like it's the thing that helped you reclaim your independence. Mm-hmm. Hella reckless back in the day. Like, girl, get get it together. You can't be late and broke. <laughs> 
<laughs> should put that on the shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> we gotta pick a, we gotta pick a, a struggle here. Like, God damn! Like, seriously, you can't, you can't be late and damn, broke. Like, oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh my God! Seriously, that's funny. you can't be late to work and you owe out three <laughs> right. credit cards. Like, I mean, they make, make it make people sense. Do it all the time. They do it all the time, but I don't know how you can function. How you can function like that? I would have anxiety as soon as I wake up. Like, there's no stretching. You're instantly stressed. But that <laughs> instantly stressed. Like you're stressed before you even wake up. It's just like, do I even want to wake up? But you. <laughs> Knock on wood, because it's not even a... I'm sorry. It's just, yeah. Here we go. Self-aware triggers brings me back. Stress before you wake up. Like, girl, you look with your eye like, do you even want to do this? Like, your life sucks, ma'am. What the fuck? Sheesh. Oh, my God. Oh, crap. Lord. But... But what's funny about that is that, well, not funny, I'm sorry. <laughs> what's interesting <laughs> is that you emphasize, and I didn't understand, like, at the time, like, why you were so emphatic about saying that, like, people need to hit rock bottom, because it sounds like in some ways that might have been your rock bottom. Yeah, and I've hit rock bottom multiple times, but just, yeah. like... Different things. Oof. Or... Like, not having no money. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> It's just a That's feeling. That's another T-shirt. Right? Not having no money. That's crazy. <laughs> Hashtag That's not crazy. having any money is That's crazy. That's like wild. the feeling is just and being stressed before you wake up is relatable as hell. Like I get, like, I know exactly what you even mean. Want, <laughs> like you're so stressed, you wake up before your alarm. Like, ma'am, I need you to get your life. You need to go talk to someone's higher power and get your life. Like, this and everything you've done before, this is not working out for you. So, you got to get your life together, for real. That is so relatable, yo. (laughs) You said you're so stressed, you wake up before the alarm. You can't even, you don't have the luxury of enjoying your sleep. Like, God said, girl, who told you to sleep? Oh, my God. (laughs) Wake up now. No alarm clock is needed for you in your life. (laughs) That's real, yo. No, but. That's interesting. I might, again, I might be convoluting things, but it sounds like. It keeps happening on this podcast where I say, like, or it feels like people, the things that people value the most are connected mm-hmm. to things that have helped them kind of overcome something, some yeah. type of trauma. And it's like, I didn't, when you said time management, that's like super, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. But the fact that it sounded like those were the two things, that and money management were the two things that helped you pull yourself out of that position, mm-hmm. I could see why those would be important to you. It's like you... You learned in some way that, like, that's a key to success for you. Um, I want to say it's the fully key to success. Or one of the but keys, I'm sorry. fully the reason why I can get a decent, half-decent night's sleep. Sleep. I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. not wake up like, yo, what is happening? Like, I'm already miserable in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person. It doesn't matter if you have 13 Starbucks next to me. Mm-hmm. When I first wake up and I've prayed on this and I try not to be a miserable person when you wake up because you're supposed to thank God that you woke up. Absolutely. But I don't know why. I've been like this since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person. Like, well, so if you ever figured on top it out. of being broke, like yeah. what? Yeah. I don't wake up to 
depressed. <laughs> and I'm not rich. I don't have a lot of money, but like I'm okay. Yeah. You know? I can definitely understand that. Like I think that it, it makes a lot more sense to me, especially like listening to your story, like why why being <laughs> why getting a good night's sleep because you're not <laughs> broke matters to you because again if like you said you're not a morning yeah. person you're already getting up against your will mm-hmm. at a certain hour or whatever you know i'm older i'm not married no yeah. man is just taking care of me fully yeah. financially so it's like it's you just you yeah yeah being just i mean yeah a woman you just have to have some kind of security yeah security is a, a, a very important uh, I yeah. think it sums up a lot of the ways of what you're talking about. Like it's like you you don't feel safe enough to relax almost. Like you can't you can't put you can't yeah. you can't let yeah. your guard down. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So if you were to wave a magic wand, you have the ability to do whatever you want. What does the final form of Gigi look like? Ooh. That's like, anything. What is the What is the final form? Like what the, paint the scene for me. What are you doing? What's happening? Where are you at? Like total complete bliss with yeah. life. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a good question. So, I would have a farm. Okay. And then I would have a huge I wouldn't even say huge, but like a decent sized mansion. Okay. And then I would have a moat. Okay. Around everything. Dope. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I've wanted since I was a kid. I always wanted like I want a, a moat. moat. That's like dope. back in like medieval, medieval days, they had the moat. You had to yeah. come across in the bridge. You yeah, have to, to come across invaders, the bridge. Though. Like that's like, to stop invaders. See again. See, it's coming back to trust. <laughs> no, this way. Yeah, I want to. Um, but yeah, so you're gonna have a drawbridge or just like, like a fixed bridge? Yeah, like a bridge. And when you, you know get they, to the end of the bridge, you have like a gate that you have to get okay. let in, oh, okay. and then the big gate. doors let you into like okay. my courtyard driveway situation. Yeah. And then the farm's like off to the right or something. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then I have like my close friends and my family like all like in the same like okay area in their own homes, so like on their own plot of land. Yes, one okay. of those. The final. What Do you, you have say? any the like final dangerous things like in your moat, like alligators or anything, or is it just like water? It's like the moat aesthetic or like a functional moat. So what I would probably do is like put out rumors that there's like mm. piranhas, okay, sharks, <laughs> what in a river, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, gators, like okay. the water's like poisonous or something i would throw those i would make okay. those rumors go out i respect out. that no i wouldn't say anything dangerous because obviously there'll probably be a lot of kids around but <laughs> obviously <laughs> i want a moat a compound and i'm sorry i didn't want to slow you down but go you said yeah per- that would be dope if i had like my like every, a compound yeah. yeah how they're kind of like starting to do now i think that's dope i like mm-hmm. that idea um <clears throat> hmm what, did, what was the question? The final Gigi? What? Yeah, the final the stages? Final form. Like, final form. You can have everything, anything you want. Like, what does the what does success almost look like to you? It sounds like you're describing it, but. Yeah, I mean, just being content and having people who I genuinely care about mm-hmm. and who I know genuinely care about me just around. Mm-hmm. 
And that's funny because when I'm going through shit, I don't want to be around anyone. Well, I mean, you said you want your own crib with a moat, so you can obviously retreat if you need to. Yeah. That's, that it's is, like I want them there, but I want them there. There's a joke that you might appreciate by a comedian named, uh, <laughs> what is his name? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. Patrice O'Neill, thank God I remembered his name. Okay. Patrice O'Neill, and he talks about like how men want their like partners to be their women. He yes. was like, "We want you there, but not like there." there he was like, there. "Like if aye, I was aye. like playing, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he was like, if I was like playing the game and you were like in the vent, like watching me, like that's like dope." And I'm like, "Yo, that's cool. We can <laughs> like, deal with you being the vent, but yeah. all about you being like right, right there, there on the no, couch with me, see, Ugh, yeah. it's not gonna work." I, that was one of the things I'm realizing. <laughs> like being single now, I like I don't even mm-hmm. have like the. I, I realize that I'm running out of like patience to even want to date, but it's like yeah. the one thing that I do value is exactly what you're describing. It's like, I think they call it co-play in toddlers, but it's like, I'm doing okay. my thing over here. Yeah. You're doing your thing over there. Yep. Like we're in the same space, but we're not dependent on each other for like whatever yeah. is going on. I like, think when the dependence part starts coming in, it mm-hmm. gets dangerous okay. if you're not with the right person. That's a fair point. How do well? But how do you mean though? I think I understand what you mean, but like, what are you, what are you saying about that? Like, it really it it really is situational, and mm-hmm. different people obviously get different results. But in relationships, I could say once it. Especially when it comes to the finances, anything like mm-hmm. when you start depending on mm-hmm. something, you need it. Exposes you to you're vulnerable. In a sense, yeah. Like if you put your position, if you put yourself in a position where now you're dependent on something, you're yeah, you're exposed in a sense, mm. or it's very risky. Especially if it's like just like dating, you're not like married or anything. Yeah. But it like when you start becoming dependent on someone, if it's not the right, if that's not the person you're supposed to be with, that shit could go left. Oh, I definitely respect that. I think that's. I don't know if you're you're connecting the thoughts in the same way that I I am, but it's so interesting that most of the things that you're talking about, like that create anxiety or fear or things that require you to be exposed in some way Mm -hmm. and i think it's trusting or trusting someone and i think it's also super interesting that you want to moat and that's how you feel that is that is (laughs) like for you to organically want to moat it's been since i was a kid that is super interesting what what i don't even know what sparked it it was something maybe a book or a movie or I don't know. I've just always been intrigued by moats. Like, oh, you're super secure. That's wild. That is super <laughs> like even, wild. Have um, you ever thought this much about how much security plays a role in your life? Or yeah. being secure? Yeah. Okay. A thousand percent. It mm-hmm. plays a fact on where I chose to live. Mm. It plays a fact on where um, I chose my daughter to go to school. It plays a fact on um, the amount of money and subscriptions that I pay for monthly <laughs> okay. for cameras and, you know, tracking mm-hmm. things. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. And I think just, like, life situations, 
made me that way. Like, you know, houses getting break broken into mm-hmm. or uh, working in. You, you just cash. Wait a minute. You're like, you know, houses getting broken into. I'm like, that was like a normal thing. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, it at happens, one point in my like, life, some, you know, your, yeah. your house gets broken into a few that, times. Like that in just life. happens. Like your cat goes outside. Like house right, gets broken like, into. You know, like what? Like Amazon dropped off a package and so did a robber. That's wild. No, um, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Sounds wild. And then working, you know, working in certain places, you know, you're always you have to, you have, especially nowadays, like mm-hmm. people are getting yeah, they're crazy. There's like stalkers and. Ugh, yeah. It's just such a scary world out there sometimes. Definitely, definitely a much more open <clears throat> world. I think what's what or not I think what's interesting about everything that you're saying is not just the self awareness mm-hmm. and the fact that you've thought about these things. What's interesting so to me too. Uh what'd you say? My surroundings too. Oh yeah. Like what's interesting sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, I'm sorry. No, you, you please go. No, what you said I'm self, but I'm also like a lot aware of my surroundings as yeah. well too. Sometimes I'm not, but I mean, <clears throat> most times like I'm definitely scary. Not yeah. scary, but like alert. Mm, yeah, I, I got a alert. I got a friend like that. One of my gym, the uh, person, I, one of my friends that I live with, she's from New York, and she's always telling me that she's like, "Oh, you didn't drive your car here today." I'm like, first of all, I got a rental, and why are you aware where my car is?" <laughs> In a parking lot. She's like, like I was like, she And it just, just comes naturally yeah, to some people, like, but some people you're like, what the hell? Why are you like, even, what, why like, is your mind working that yeah, way? She I told me know. my, she was like, you know that dirt has been on your car since that, such as, I'm like, yo, Wild. first of all, how do you, like, why are you so, well? she's like, I'm always checking stuff. I'm like, Wild. but I can respect it because if you grow up in an environment that requires you to do that, you yeah. get conditioned. Like, yeah. because you know the consequences of it, you not being alert. Yeah, or yeah. even if you aren't nece- or if you necessarily haven't grown up in that environment, and then boom, you're thrown into it, yeah. or something happens, you're like, whoa, like, yeah, you got to tighten up. Yeah, you didn't know this could happen, girl. This can happen. Yeah, and you aren't even aware, and now you are, and now you're just looking around like, ooh. Okay. You ever think about what you could like? So. I always think about the idea that whatever we want, whatever our ultimate goal is and what mm-hmm. we pursue is usually on the opposite side of something that we are afraid, not afraid of, but we don't want to address or hesitant or we've addressed it and like we became fixed in this space. You ever think about essentially allowing people to catch you like the act itself? Like I know that in theory you're willing to do it, but the idea of being more open or trying to be more open yes. or more exposed. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is a great step in the right direction, being on this podcast yeah. and talking about this. Yeah, because but... I don't talk to people. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. No, sorry. No, I was just, That's I just right. zoned out real quick. I'm um, sorry. Say that again. I'm just saying, like, have you ever thought about what can be gained if you were willing to be more vulnerable? Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, sorry. back. I'm back at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've I've done it before, and okay. it it went left a few times, and then other few times it was good. Like you know, okay. you feel great. Yeah. But it's always in the back of your mind, like. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. 
So you, you feeling isn't gonna last forever, but if it is, let me know. I like so if you were if you needed to, mm-hmm. like do something or be vulnerable. You were willing to if you see a benefit in the in doing it. Like you feel like you can summon mm. that ability. Not the. It really doesn't have to be a benefit. Okay. But like with this. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes, you know, after you talk or you express yourself, you feel a little lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no. I would say no. Okay. Um, damn. It's like I want to. It's, it's like there. It's just not coming out. It's all right. <laughs> Take your time. Well, you did get through every all of the questions, so I always end with like the question that we start with, because I'm always interested to hear like what people think after they've had this conversation. So, if you were to answer the question again of who you are, or how would you describe yourself, what would you say? Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. That's hilarious. No, um, who am I? I am a. I'm like a pot of soup. Okay. A really good pot of soup. Okay. Why so? It's a lot of shit in there. It's a <laughs> lot of ingredients. It's a lot of things to scoot past. And you either want it or you don't. Or it's the right temperature or it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just a pot of soup. I'm just like a bunch of stuff in one nice, reasonable pot. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I'm spicy. I'm sweet. Mm-hmm. I could be a bitch sometimes. Mm. I'm very well aware. And yeah, I don't know. I can't really say one thing. I, I am her, me. There you go. I guess. There you go. You say that you could be like spicy sometimes like why do you feel like you say that because i haven't heard anything yet of you you talk primarily about being supportive like what is this other side this other thing you're referring to (laughs) as you roll your eyes and people can't see it (laughs) um my mouth can be very nasty and Mm. mean when I'm taken out of character or I allow someone to take me out of character because I am really like a zend out Sade <laughs> low key with a jeezy yeah. spicy after effect. But that's very, <clears throat> I didn't even can make that connection when you said those two people. Cause that is very, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like sour and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Right there. <laughs> there you go so right you made there. that song for you then. Yeah. And I just, you know, I've gotten way better. But, like, when I feel, when I genuinely feel like I've been wronged mm-hmm. and it takes, I, I'll think about it. Like, I won't just act out nowadays. But if I genuinely feel like I've been wronged, sometimes I have to let you know how you <laughs> fucked up. I and have I, to, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> a part of me just has to let you know or I can't go to sleep <laughs> at night. Like, I have to let you know how I feel. I know someone just like this. I have to let you know how I feel. It's be- like something, like, the, it's the 10%. Yeah. All right, maybe, like, 15, 20. All right. 
That's increasing. That's almost double from like two seconds Damn. ago. <laughs> it, it did double. That if is you do so like 80 20, that's a, that's a pretty good ratio. Why do you feel like you have to let people know that? Or whoever, like you have to get that out. And sometimes I don't need that's to. That's fine, but we talk about the times when you times do. times that I do, it just consumes me. Mm. And I know myself. Once something consumes me, I have to release or something has to happen, not like super dangerous or yeah. bad or illegal or anything <laughs> crazy like that. But like, I just feel like I have to have some kind of release. And sometimes a release is my words that come out of my mouth mm-hmm. and they aren't nice and they're very nasty sometimes. You want somebody to hurt like they hurt you. Yeah. In a sense, but... I know nothing I could say can make you feel worse than how I feel. Doesn't so I'm just going to say trying. everything, and I'm going to try, 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 try. <laughs> and I know the next day I'm going to be like, girl, you ain't even have to do all that because you yeah. still feel the same way. Yeah. But, yeah, sometimes it's I can just be really mean and nasty with my words, and it's not okay. Well, that's extremely <laughs> honest of you. I appreciate you answering it's not that okay. honestly. It's, I mean, it's it, it depends. You know, I think that there's a value add to having that mentality because mm-hmm. if you were to maybe exist on the opposite side of the spectrum, people feel like they can take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's in like most things, and you said it yourself, like controlling your emotions. Mm-hmm. It's all about what is your goal? And if you can keep the goal front of mind, then it justifies the behavior. But if you get blinded by the moment so much that you forget your goal, then You're that's usually snapping when you... out for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, I swear I'm doing the work. I'm, yeah, yeah. I swear. I'm it sounds doing like work. you are. I mean, most of the stuff we talked about. I really am. It sounds like you have an incredible amount of self awareness. I think that mm-hmm. what it sounds like is that there's some things that you haven't fully discovered about yourself yet, but. That's yeah. the value of having these conversations. And I think the whole reason or outside of the fact that I felt like, you know, when I talk to people long enough, they say, I don't know Tom and mm-hmm. in a variety of different ways. Sometimes they're intrigued, like, mm, I don't know Tom. Or sometimes they're like, I don't know Tom, like get out of my face. So like, I, I love that name, but also because I feel like our understanding of ourselves starts at what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Like if you get to a point when someone's asking you something about you and you're like, Hmm, I don't know. Then investigating that, figuring that out. Yeah. Once you figure that out, you learn more about yourself. Yeah. And you can make a more conscious decision about why you do that. That's true. Because if you get me to the point where I'm like, damn, that's a good question. <laughs> you got my brain thinking a different way. Like, yeah. hmm, maybe you need to figure that out when you leave this podcast, ma'am. <laughs> well, that's all I'm looking to do is to give people something to think about. So yes, it's thank great. you for being willing to answer all of my questions. So that's exciting. the end of the questions that I have for you. What do you have for what questions do you have for me? Now, how much time do we have? It's whatever you can ask me, whatever you want. Um, What's the wildest answer that i gave you tonight parking easily <laughs> well no no a moat no park um it's either a moat or parking but i feel like the moat was the wildest the moat thing, probably you know? was a lot a little bit more left Be- field but like that's it's so fascinating because even if like you wanted that <laughs> since a kid and somewhere i think that whatever we're meant to do it's connected to something that we've always done from like 
childhood mm-hmm. on. So like the re- the way that I figured out that I love stories was starting like and going back or way I figured out purpose was that my purpose is something that brings you joy and mm-hmm. something that you're good at. I think that's everybody's purpose. Yeah. So I thought about what brought me joy and I went all the way back like what have I liked since I was a kid mm-hmm. all the way through life and it was some form of fashion stories. Okay. And like when I thought about what I was good at, it was making connections. So when you said that a moat <laughs> and you said that you've loved it since you were a kid, I felt like that was the truest manifestation of something that genuinely motivated you and played a role in too. your life. I'm going to get it. Watch. That's I, I don't I don't doubt that you will. One, One of my day. favorite fictional characters, Yoda, says, "Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> so you either do it." Or, and like one of my homies, uh, Mike, our comedian, uh, Mike Murphy mm-hmm. said, he said, uh, Marlo, he reminded me, Marlo said, do it or don't, but I got somewhere to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like that type of mentality. Yes, you're yes. going to get that moat. Yeah. I just I hope that you don't need it. That's all I'm saying. No, <laughs> and it's so wild because they'll be like, what do you have this moat for? Just like they'll be like, what do you have it's this moat It's literally a visual manifestation of your psyche. Yeah, like, like you want to be able to go somewhere to retreat and you want to feel the ultimate form of protection. Mm-hmm. And then I want to just go a few feet down and get some yeah. peppers and lettuce and make a salad. From food that you know exactly where it came from, that you yeah. can trust. A lot of this is... <laughs> yep. That's not frozen. There you go. Oh, they make me so mad. Clearly. It what other questions so do you mad. got for me? Um, you can ask me anything. I don't know. Um, who do you want to interview next? Who do I want to interview next? Yeah, like in the city. Oh, in the city? Uh, I think Mike, I think I told him this already. We've fi- got to find a time, but Mike Dean, I think, would be an interesting person. Yeah, to he would be a good one. Yeah. He would I think, be a I, good I think I'm curious as to, like, what motivates him to do what he's done for so long in the city in terms of being like consistent as hell consistent as hell the 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 voice of the city and parties and events and yeah and all of that like i think that it would be interesting to hear like his why behind what he does so that's the person that jumps out but there's a lot of people that i want to talk to i got an interview with my boy uh yaru who's in dubai coming up like we're yes gonna zoom. um yeah. yes who's yeah. who's yeah yeah, yeah. My <laughs> so like who's who's in dubai like my little cousin is coming on who's that'll be a, a dope interview he's yeah. so like yeah last time i heard on speak i say okay, <laughs> so okay. like all of these like and honestly like my goal I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you're into cartoons all like that, but there's this cartoon that used to come on late night, Cartoon Network called Inuyasha. It no. was like an anime. But anyway. No, like, I, see, and I've never been into anime, but it, I'm kind of like it's, it slowly. Wasn't, it was not even one of my favorites. It just used to come on all the time, so mm-hmm. I remember. But the only reason I break it up or bring it up is because what happened was that the whole goal of it was to get this crystal that had been broken up into shards. And okay. once you got the crystal, it was like this little orb. But it was in like a million pieces, and like yeah. each shard was powerful because it could, it was a piece of the whole. Yeah. And what I like about that is that that's how I view perspective, and like why I like doing these conversations is because I think that all of us possess like a shard of the truth. Gotcha. In our own perspective, and the more mm-hmm. I listen to other people, you it's like I'm it. getting to peek into other people's truths. So yeah. like the fact that that's the dope. things that matter to you matter so much 
and they didn't come up naturally for me is super fascinating to me. It makes me think, why don't I pay that much attention to parking or, you know, whatever. And, and so it's not, to, it's not to even say that like I need to, but it's like mm-hmm. being in the library and, yeah. and you get to learn from these different experiences. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's, that's so when I listen to these people and I talk to them, it's like both it's helping them because maybe I'm helping them learn something about themselves and it's helping me because I'm learning something about myself. So. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. Okay. I don't think... Do I have any other questions? I probably do, but I'm not going to... Um, darn. That's all right. Take your time. Okay. So, what's your favorite liquor? Liquor? Yeah. Terramana tequila. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that's so crazy. I... When it first, when I first seen the bottle, I was like, "Is this a Tremaine?" Tremaine, I think is it's that Tremaine Tremana. tequila. Yeah. And what? Someone was like, "No, it's Terramana, JG." I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I thought it was Tremaine. Yeah. I tried it once. I didn't. I don't. You know. don't like it? No. And I think the only thing I could stomach is Patron. I don't okay. know why. See, I wish I could just like. I feel upgrade. the opposite way, but like I don't drink it. Let's see, did you take it straight? When you tried, when you tried it, yes. Okay. I don't really drink. Um, and I said margarita today to yeah. be a little more responsible. <laughs> but you don't usually drink. Okay, I was going to ask that. I do love margaritas now more, but um, I usually do drink it straight, straight with water. And I feel like that's the, the opposite of me with Patron. Like, I used to like Patron, but now when I taste it, it's just like it does something. Yeah. But when I drink Terramana, it's like smooth. Yeah, see? Yeah, I don't know. It's all gross. (laughs) Honestly, it's all disgusting. Yeah. But um, Patron just, you know, doesn't make me sick in the morning. I've tried it all. Yeah. From all the shades. One of my my backup favorite uh, liquors is uh, Tito's. But I got judged for drinking Tito's. I was told that I was Why? drinking like There's no calories. A, a young college uh, woman. So like, no. Or like it's a bad. A I was also told I got to get bad bitch drinks because Girl, I do love the, uh, <laughs> because I do love the, uh, the, what is that? The Tito's and seltzer is fire to me. It's so refreshing. Yeah. That's like, why I like it. Tito's is a, it's a good, it's a good vodka and I, there's yeah. no calories. Exactly. I heard. Yeah. Um, if I had to drink it, I, I could, mm-hmm. but what's yours? Not bad. You said Patron. Is that, is that your favorite overall or, um, honestly, I probably could drink any silver tequila as mm-hmm. long as it's like in a margarita okay. and, sh- and made well. Um, I'm not going to get too much into that because we could talk about that for hours about <laughs> okay. these bartenders. But yeah, um, yeah, Patron's pretty much my go-to because I know it's not going to get me sick. But okay. any margarita with silver tequila, I'll do. All right, fair enough. So I don't think I have any other questions. How did I do? Did great, man. We'll clap it up. Thank you so much for shutting the she said she like my grind set. Yeah. I said, what about my mindset? Intellectual conversation, yeah, that mind flex. Can't see the vision, you ain't mine yet. Wanna see you live your dreams, I ain't trying to stress you. To just follow my lead, baby, let me bless you.